0: person i've looked to for guidance and um, admired the whole time i've been at the club so the impact he's had on on me personally has been massive as a footballer and a person and um, yeah i think i think that's a view that's pretty widely held
1: welcome to Bomber Radio. Jack Levitt here with uh, Jeremy Arnold today and Simon Conway's otherwise engaged so we're filling the void. Jez on uh, here in the hosting chairs. Uh, Thanks for joining me.
2: Great to be here Jack and great to see you jump behind the mic away from the audio desk. I always knew you had it in you to host the show uh, when Simon uh, called in sick so get better Simo uh, but pleasure to be here with you Jack. Um, Give us your thoughts on the Gold Coast game. You're up there, you travel with the team. Um, how did you think we played on the day?
1: Yeah it was an interesting game I was able to get up there and um, see it from an eagle's eye perspective which was great Um, obviously frustrating for the first half Um, we found our way to um, get into control in that third quarter and then or the last quarter we we never seemed like dropping it which was good Um, some are calling it a comfortable win but I think that's maybe maybe not entirely correct um we know that um the Gold Coast were were able to slow us down and and stop us scoring um at times but um great to see um Josh Begley make an impact in his first game uh great to see Hooksy get a couple of goals 19 touches as well we'll get to the votes in a minute um as well for the Bomber Radio MVP Uh, but I thought all around um a great game from Hep as well um leading the charge as the captain
2: yeah, it was. It was, um, you know, watching from home as a spectator. Um, it was a pretty frustrating first half to watch, but all credit to the team. They they went back into the change rooms, reset at halftime, and came out and played the brand of footy that um, Wish has been trying to get them to play all year. We'll hear from David Myers, uh soon uh, and get his take on the game. Um, But yeah, I thought that um, it was fantastic to see Josh Begley or Hodor or uh, The Fridge, as he's known, um, come out and really make a statement in his first game of football and kicking a goal with his first kick in AFL footy was a fantastic moment for him and to see all the players get around him, I thought that was great as well. But the season is alive, a massive game against Frio this week, but let's hand out some votes um, from the Gold Coast, Jack, and um, some honourable mentions Um, first up
1: yeah we've already obviously touched on the fridge Josh Begley two goals two score assists in the first quarter uh, to set up James Stewart as well Um, Hep 24 disposals 11 contested possessions playing some great footy isn't he kicked an important goal as well Uh, and Tom Bell Chambers 20 disposals 34 hit outs 6 marks 5 clearances as well Mm. Um, so some honourable mentions there The one vote this week, um, the pigeon, Andy McGrath, uh, 25 touches on the wing. Um, He was moved up to that midfield role. That was exciting to see. Uh, And um, the coaches said after the game that uh, he he didn't look out of place. And that's what just keeps astounding us about this young guy is that uh, even at times he was in the forward pocket. And I'm thinking, hold on, hold the phone. He might get a goal here. But um, he just seems to just take everything in his stride and and, um, he's... Adaptable, I think, is the word there as well.
2: Yeah, he just continues to impress. A standout season. Uh, it's hard to believe that he is only in his first year of football. We've got the NAB Rising Star. Um, awards next Friday Um, he's going to be right up there hopefully he takes it home um, because he has just been one of the most consistent performers um, for the club this year um, and still just I just can't believe it's his first year of football similar to Dyson Heppel and we know what happened in Dyson Heppel's first year of football he um, went on to win the Nising Star so hopefully the pigeon can do the same Um, for two votes we went with um dad uh, Brendan Goddard (laughs) Um, he had another um, impressive game he's um, he's been uh, close to our top three on a number of occasions this year but um, 25 disposals 14 marks um, played a crucial role around the ball and um, was uh, was pivotal in in getting the momentum back on our terms during the game
1: absolutely we know he's got that composure he always stands up uh, and and delivers so great to see another great game from BJ Three votes, undisputed, uh, I think, across all all platforms. David Zara, um, 30 touches, but 15 inside 50s mm. uh, and the five clearances as well. So uh, his back a half and back quarter, even more so, of this season has been sensational. And um, hopefully, Jez, we can lock him away pretty soon and, and keep him here at Bomberland for uh the remainder of his career because he's, yeah. he's, he's in career best form again.
2: Well, Scotty Lucas mentioned on the footy panel on Monday that um, he's, uh, th- the discussions around his contract are progressing well. All parties are quite comfortable, so that gives you some comfort that hopefully we've yeah. got some good news coming very soon. Um, but, yeah, agree. His um, back half of the year has been sensational. Um, a late run at the, at the, uh, the Crichton medal Absolutely, potentially. He'll yeah. put some pressure on. Zach Merritt, uh, Michael Hurley, Joe Danaher, who we know have had really big years, and throwing Brendan and Goddard into that um, mix, yeah, that's probably your, yep. your top five um, at the moment. So it'll be a really tight count this year, um, and also you know if you want to get along, tickets are available to the Crichton Mill at the moment. But Jack, yep. let's get our special guest in. He's known as the left leg, the general, Big Les, David Myers plays game ninety nine this week. Hopefully, game one hundred in a fortnight's time, if we qualify for finals. But let's hear from David Myers.
0: He gives it off to bloke who has got a long, long, long leg and a straight one in Myers. What a way to finish off, eh? Well,
2: the man they've nicknamed the general around the footy club has been kind enough to join us on... Uh, on Bomber Radio, David Myers. Welcome to uh, our very comfortable and um, exuberant studio. Um, how you been, mate?
0: Yeah, I'm well, thank you, Les. Uh, Jack, thank you for having me. He always talks the studio down. I don't know why. Yeah. It's because it's a makeshift one in the in community room upstairs, but it's not quite. The hard it's a velvet
2: tag. rug on the desk, so it's not quite the hard tag studio, is it? Where you know no expense has been spared no. um, for Carl and Tommy. Yeah, a bit of carry on, but um, yeah, they're happy with it, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Have you listened to the hard tag yet? Uh, I heard a bit of a grab
0: from their first episode. It Wasn't bad, but I hear enough of those two talking with each other in the change room, so I don't need to listen to it on a podcast as well. Yeah. Fair
2: call. Cool. Fair enough. Well, Mysey, um, the Gold Coast, an important win to keep the season alive, a, a hard fought win, um, not the prettiest game of football. What were your your thoughts about the game and, and how uh, we played um, and eventually ground down the Suns to get a good win?
0: Now, I think that's probably the, what it was, really. It was a grind. Um, but if you look at the stats by the end of the game, we did most things right. All the key indicators going in the game are what we're aiming for particularly around the contest uh clearances front half turnovers all that kind of thing that we judge our game on um we're actually pretty good so there's just more as you said it was a bit untidy execution um missing our chances in front of goal but um yeah to Gold Coast credit they um they had a crack and put a fair bit of pressure on us particularly sort of in that second quarter I think they sort of played kicked a few goals in a row and uh yeah we came out after halftime and um got the game looking more the way we wanted it and and ended up getting away with the win. So um, yeah, you, you don't really care how you get them in the end, as long as you yeah. you get them, especially when you're away from home. So that's
2: that through a few numbers behind the ball as well, which made things yeah. uh, made things tough. What, yeah. what what did the group do at halftime? Like what what were you talking about um, just to, to refocus and obviously um, come out um, and attack the game? Like what what were the sort of the key themes that were being spoken about amongst the the playing group at halftime?
0: Yeah, so we. We tend to just keep coming back to the same things uh, every week. It's key things around how we want to play. Um, I probably won't I won't leak too much about what it is, but uh yeah it's that's sort of what we're driving is we're aware of what the opposition are doing, but we just no matter what's happening, try and keep talking about how we want to play, um, whether we're doing that, uh, where we're falling down, and just um, keep really narrow focus on what we need to be doing. Um, so, yeah, a little bit of it was, um, was ball movement stuff and defence and making sure we really shut down their ball movement because they got out the back of us a couple of times uh, leading into half time. So we just um, refocused on that area, making sure we um, kept them in front of us and dumping it long and flipping it over in bad spots so we had a better chance to score.
1: We've seen some different combos of um, midfielders rotating through the centre of the ground. Mm. Craig Bird back in on the weekend. Yep. Andy McGrath spent some time running up the wing. What have you made of that, that mixture throughout the season?
0: Yeah, well, that's I think that'll end up um, in time being one of our strengths is the fact yeah. that we're able to roll so many people through there. Um, it gives you more and more options, obviously, if things aren't going well. And, yeah, I mean, you need that because uh, in games you're going to be having times where it's not really um, working out the way you want around the ball. So to have more and more people to be able to flip through there is, um, is a big bonus. And, yeah, it was great. Great to see Craig um, back in on the weekend. He's had a pretty dominant year at VFL level and probably been pretty stiff to not be in there more. Uh, And he did. He slotted straight in and um, played the way he has been in the twos, which was great. We know he brings that
1: level-headedness.
0: Premiership player, Mm. of course, from Sydney as well.
1: Speaking of level-headedness, Josh Begley um, burst in on the first quarter. Two goal assists... Two goals
0: as well. Yeah. What, what have you made of uh, that young man's progress? Yeah, yeah. the fridge. He was perfect on the weekend, wasn't he? I was uh, right in the firing line when he kicked his first goal. He came steaming over at 100 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to keep out of the way of him. But, um, no, he's great. Yeah, it's, it's exciting for him. Uh, he's worked really hard, as they all have, really, to be honest. The young guys coming in this year have been a great group. I've never really seen a group like it. Yeah. Um, that Just how close they are and how, um, how easily they've sort of slotted in the club and the impact they've had, they've been awesome. So um, yeah, it was great for him to come in and just do what he does, which is compete. He competes really hard and everyone would have seen that on the weekend and he's strong and yeah, for him to get on the scoreboard early, that's um, what you want in your first game as a forward, I suppose.
1: Nice. Has there been something different about how the young guys are this time around? Like, I know there was there were training camps early on, they got thrown right into the mix, the bonding kind of happened really early. Are they being provided more voice? like the young guys as well to really get involved the minute yeah, they
0: walk in yeah potentially I think the environment we have here um, is, is really good yeah. uh, it's it's definitely uh, I think an environment where you can walk in as a young guy uh, and just feel really comfortable to be yourself no matter what that looks like because um, there are a couple of rare units out of those young blokes <laughs> that have wandered in um, <laughs> so, no names <laughs> yeah. uh, no you'll find out in time just keep watching <laughs> But, um, yeah, they, they wander in and they can be themselves and they've, um, there's a lot of support around them. And I think most of them actually knew each other um, prior to getting yeah. drafted. So they had a really tight bond um, that, you, that was pretty obvious to see when they first walked in. So I think that also helps in them feeling comfortable. And, um, yeah, it's, it's been really good.
2: Is that one of the most pleasing things for you, Misey, in the way that the game... Has changed. There's, I'm sure there's still the hierarchy in the change rooms, but the the way the young guys are actually coming in now, ready to go, ready yeah. to learn, ready to take that opportunity and want to win premiership straight away.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean the time that, um, I mean I've been playing it's tenth year now, which is a bit um, scary to say, but <laughs> there has been a massive change. I think um, they come in and they're just uh, a in most cases physically they're already pretty well at the standard um they obviously all need to put on a bit of weight but for the most part they're um they're ready to jump into a full AFL pre-season and can cope with it uh and yeah, mentally they seem more more prepared as well so obviously the pathway coming through is all ramped up a bit as well um because yeah, I think back to when we sort of came in um yeah we were we had no idea what we were doing really to be <laughs> honest it was, all, um, it was a massive change like a huge step change um and whilst it's still a, obviously a massive change from what they've come to, they all they all are pretty pre, um, well
2: prepared and it's yeah, it's pretty impressive. Overnight, the AFLPA announced their 22 under 22 squad and mm-hmm. a few bombers in that squad, Zach Merritt, Andy McGrath and Aratio Fantasia. Um, yeah. Just reward for the seasons they've produced so far?
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah, Zach's, Zach and Raz have um, just continued on their work from the past couple of seasons and... Um, been outstanding yeah I mean I'd have there easily and I'd top a um, few players for mine uh, so it's it's good recognition for them and yeah Andy Andy's had a great first year as well he reminds me a bit of Hep in the way that when Hep walked in the place his first year it was like he was a, a six year player that already yeah. played 100 odd games and nothing much phases him he's so composed so um, yeah it's it's great as you said recognition for what they've been able to produce and uh, if you watch the way they all go about it, as well during the week, um, it's certainly uh, no
2: surprise that that sort of stuff comes their way. Well, my fans, get online, and vote those guys into the uh, the final twenty-two squad. Uh, check out the website, and the PA website details to get them in that team. mysey what about your your season this year? Um, a few injury interruptions, but how are you enjoying your footy and, and the role you've been playing since you've been back in the senior squad?
0: Yeah, it's been um, it's been good. It took me a while to uh, to find my feet and uh, get going again. Um, Obviously, having missed a fair bit of uh, footy prior to that, but uh, yeah, just enjoying it now and feeling more comfortable, and it's it's feeling just normal again, which is nice to get back to that point where you're, you're just playing and um, not much not much stressing you out. So uh, yeah, it's been good. It's obviously pretty exciting this week if we can get over the line and um, be looking at a finals campaign for the first time in a few years and. Uh, to have nothing uh, hindering it, so
2: it's pretty exciting. You have put your hand up and went back to the VFL to get some form. Talk us through, like, one, wh- why you did that, and then how wh- what benefits have you seen from actually going back and doing that yep. over the back half of the, the year? Uh,
0: yeah, it was... Obviously, I wasn't really playing the way I'd wanted to the few weeks leading into deciding to sort of have a chop out, um, and it was... There's a few things going on off-field that I had to deal with, um, and there was, I just was out in the ground and not really playing the way I wanted, and knew that uh, I was probably letting the boys down in my performance, or I felt I was, uh, and just thought, no, I need a week or two here to to work through it and get to a level where I feel like I can um, um, be the teammate that I needed to be for them on game day. It's pretty simple as that, really. It's too hard a game to be out there when you're um, you're not feeling like you're uh, in a space to perform, so. Yeah, I went back, uh, club was great, got a lot of support from the coaches and the boys, everyone was fantastic. Mm. Um, had a couple of weeks to have a reset and came back in and uh, yeah, it was, it's like, as I said, I've been in, been fine ever since, so yeah, it's good.
1: You cracked back in in round 16 against the Pies, 31 mm-hmm. touches, um, that was pretty enjoyable win that day, what's been the most enjoyable win for you this year?
0: I don't know actually, that's a tough one. Yeah, I, I enjoy all wins, like there's hard yeah. to be anything that really stands out, Um I suppose I'm sort of waiting for, uh, I think this weekend will be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, if we get this one and, and win well and play the way we want to play, uh, I think the excitement that will come after the game, knowing that you've got um, something else to look forward to in a couple of weeks' time would be pretty good.
1: Nice. We've had a few questions come in over social media, thanks to those that got involved with hashtag Bomber Radio. Um, how far can you kick? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I've never actually been measured distance-wise. Uh, we're lucky out here there's a fair breeze that can whip <laughs> yeah. up from time to time and I've put a couple through from the centre circle but that's with a with a howling breeze and you wouldn't want to be in a plane going up and down. So. <laughs> well, we have had to be
1: a few yeah, times exactly. and we know
0: it's not that great.
1: Um, another question, someone said, uh, do you think the umpires will learn to give you more time when you're outside 50? Um, they think you may be kicking it inside 50 but...
0: And maybe they should be starting the shot clock <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know i've got to get a few more credits in the bank i've dropped a few short this year so um yeah i have got to make sure i've dialed it in
2: and and earn the street cred for them to, <laughs> to give me the time this week you touch on um huge game wisey we obviously need to win and win well to guarantee a finals berth, but we're also, um, it's a last opportunity for Essenham fans to get along to a home game and, and cheer off Job uh, and James Kelly because if we do play finals, it could potentially be interstate should we make it. How big has Joe Watson um, been around the football club? You've been here for a you know, you know, decade now. How big an influence has he been in your eyes? Yeah, well, personally, he's he's
0: been massive um, for me. Obviously, he's been a big... Uh, strong inside mid and been a star of the club and a leader of the club ever since I walked in the door. So uh for me for well as you said, ten years now, um he's been the person I've looked to for guidance and um admired the whole time I've been at the club. So uh yeah, I've the impact he's had on on me personally's been massive as a footballer and a person and um yeah I think I think that's a view that's pretty widely held throughout the footy club really um you've seen that from the response in the last couple of weeks since yep. he announced he was going to retire so uh yeah I, there's nothing really I can add that will um sort of be any different to what people have said he's obviously a super impressive player in person and uh yeah it's actually a bit weird to think what the club will look like without having him around so it'll be it'll be a bit of a
2: shock it, it, um big presence to go missing from the locker room yep when Job announced his retirement, it was obviously a very emotional speech, and you look—you know—you were quite quite emotional when he sort of delivered that news. Have you got a, a really tight bond with him um, above any other player in the locker room? Oh, I don't know. He'd be the yeah. one, <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, but yeah. I'm, I do feel very
0: uh, close to Job, and yeah. as I said, everything big that's happened um, in footy or. Um, even in my personal life there's things that have gone on and he's been someone of sort of real let support and been yeah. a, a good ear for me and yeah. um always supported me uh 100% so yeah I did have a bit of a meltdown when he, <laughs> <laughs> he announced it more so after a few minutes just uh, sort of thinking about not having him around basically yeah. it was just um
2: yeah it's just a hard thing to picture but it is rare to see People in that moment cry. Normally, it's the person sort of delivering mm-hmm. the news. So, mate, yeah. no, uh, <laughs> I'm not knocking at all. <laughs> so, um, what are you going to miss most about him? We know he um, he has a very dry sense of humour. Mm. He um, the day before a game, he likes to wear some different kits. What? he's renowned for his dancing on postseason trips yeah. what is it that you're going to miss the most about joe watson yeah off the footy field
0: oh, i ought be that he's got to be the goofiest bloke you've ever met but in his own mind he's he's the smoothest coolest bloke that's walking around so the pre-game kits are huge um i've got a theory that he just looks in a gq magazine and sees a kit on page 47 and just emails him and goes i'll get that <laughs> straight off the mannequin um yeah, he's got a beanie that he loves, this yellow beanie. Um, it's horrific, but, yeah, I think he paid something stupid for it as well. It's its outrageous, yeah.
1: Away from the footy track, what's what's keeping you busy? We know you're doing some study.
0: Yeah, yeah, so still ticking away a study. Um, that was the benefit of last year. I was able to get a fair whack of that done. So I've, uh, I've got an exam Monday, actually, so we better win. Um, <laughs> otherwise, I don't know how I'll go sitting it with... Um, a couple of cans as well. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've bats three units away now from finishing it. So, um, that's in commerce. Uh, so, soon sooner we finish that, the better I can uh, start looking for a job. Awesome.
1: Well, good luck with the exam and all the best for Sunday as well. Hopefully, we can crack in and Jez get a memorable win over uh, our last home game for the year. And, yep, absolutely. Um, we'll catch up with you soon. Good on you. Thanks for watching, Good on you. Bomber fans, join us every week on the footy panel. Myself, Julian DeSoup
0: and Scott Lucas. Scotty, what can the fans look out for? Each week we'll review the weekend's game, we'll look forward to the upcoming game and we'll have a very special guest each week. Yeah, normally one of Scotty's former teammates as well. So Bomber fans, tune in every week for the footy panel.
1: Thanks very much to Dave Myers for joining us, Jez, on Bomber Radio today. It was... uh... Great to hear from him, first of all. We haven't heard from him much this year. We know he's, he's a bit of a quiet character and likes to lurk uh, behind the scenes, uh, but uh, he's definitely one of those uh, mature heads and, and, and grounded, level-headed uh, players around the club that's a, a support for, for the young guys. So it was uh, really pleasing to hear about that, that culture we are developing and continue to grow of mm. um, the young guys coming in. And, really having a voice and, and driving the direction of the club and, and yep. we see that from you know a relatively young captain in hep and, and um, young vice captain with Zach so yeah
2: um, that
1: was that was really good to, to, to,
2: to catch up with Dave it is um, it is pleasing to hear and gives you a lot of confidence in the, the future um, that the football club has with those young guys stepping up and and the professionalism that they've come in with and that attitude uh, is wonderful. Um, yep. Nice to hear his thoughts on Job as well. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, we all know Job for that inspirational leader on the field, but it's also nice to hear about Job off the field um, because he is quite a private person. Um, but. It's great to hear that uh, across the board, the team do not rate his stinky kits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that yellow beanie yeah. is, uh, is infamous now. So um, obviously a great opportunity uh, to hear from David Myers as one of those senior leaders and get his thoughts on the captain. But Jack, a big weekend this weekend, starting with the VFL. One o'clock, V Geelong, down at Simmons Stadium. Massive game for the uh, the VFL team uh, if they want to try and finish top four.
1: It is, Jez, uh, a, a- a big win last week over Footscray, who are pushing hard as well. They're in the eight, um, one position below the Bombers, so we're sitting six at the moment. We can move into the four, uh, as with the AFL. A few other things yep. need to tumble around us as well. Casey um, are, are ahead, of us, ahead of us at the moment. If they lose, we can potentially move above them. So there's a few scenarios, but um, jump online if you're more curious and you want to do the breakdowns and calculations. Yep. But we are sitting in the eight at the moment and
2: looking like we can push uh, to play play deep into the finals in the yep. VFL as well. Obviously, it clashes with the, um, with the AFL games, so make sure you keep across the um, Essendon the app, social media to get those regular score updates. Nat McGregor's been doing a fabulous job down there covering the VFL, so stay across social media, keep up to speed, but get along to Eddie Etihad Stadium one ten on Sunday. Massive game against the Dockers, Jack, and a fantastic opportunity for Essendon fans to get along to the last home game of the season and to cheer the champs in Joe Watson and James Kelly, who will be retiring at season's end. There's going to be a range of um, activities and initiatives to to farewell those guys um, because should we make finals, it's looking more likely that it could be an interstate game. So we're going to have the uh, the Joe Watson face masks uh, being handed out at Gate Two and Gate Five, which are fantastic. So make sure you get in there early um, and don't miss out on the opportunity to hold up the face mask. But Family-friendly time slot, one ten, Eddie Head Stadium. We're also hoping um, to get our one millionth fan through the gates on the weekend. So, hoping for a huge crowd at Eddie Head Stadium, well, big forty thousand plus crowd in there to uh, cheer the champs. There's going to be a special presentation to that millionth fan who turns up on game day. So, make sure you get down there for a chance to win a pretty cool prize, um, especially
1: if you've already paid for your seat for the year and you're maybe going, maybe not, thinking you, know, you might have a baby shower or something else <laughs> that might come up, get there because uh, you could be the one millionth fan for
2: 2017. Yeah, we're hoping to um, obviously get a big crowd there. Um, we're sitting top of the uh, total attendance of the AFL at the moment. Yeah. So want to make sure we finish on top in that respect. Have a good win. Qualify for finals. Huge game, Essendon fans on Sunday. Get along, be a part of it. Be nice and loud. We don't need any more motivators. We've got the
1: we've got the champs retiring. We've, Mizey's on game 99. Can play game 100. Plenty of factors um, and Frio. Don't you love beating Frio? There's your, there's enough of a motivator just in that. So uh, get down there and uh, we'll catch up with you all on Bomb Radio next week.